We have on the line with us Congressman Ken Buck. And I, I tell you what, this guy is, uh, he is doing the right thing for Coloradoans and for Americans. There is a group of congressmen and women back in Washington, D.C. that are not part of the establishment. Um, uh, Ken Buck has written a, a very important book regarding the swamp, and he is fighting the swamp every day. And the swamp was very busy right before Christmas. So, Congressman Ken Buck, welcome to the AmeriChicks. Thank you. It's great to be with you. So uh, there's a lot going on in Washington, but I wanted to jump in on this this data collection thing that happened on, uh, they passed it on December 21st, which I think that was the last day of the session, lame duck session. And uh, uh, we had had Sherry Kiesiker on the line oh, within the last month or so talking about data collection. I don't think people understand how dangerous this is. And instead of calling it data, they're calling it evidence-based policymaking. But you voted no on this. So, Congressman Buck, what, what is going on exactly with this bill? So let me back up just a little bit. Um, they, they wanted to voice vote this bill. They wanted to actually put this bill on the floor. Nobody's in the House chamber. Uh, they have one Democrat, one Republican. They say aye, and, and the bill uh, pa- passes without anybody having any hearings or any uh, uh, thought given to the, the, the dramatic impact that this bill would have. Um, Thomas Massey from Kentucky uh, stood up and, and demanded a – uh, a recorded vote on this bill, and it gave us the opportunity to see who was in favor of it and who was against it, which was really a courageous thing to do to tell leadership, no, we're not going to uh, just at midnight pass a bill like this. And so I was really uh, appreciative that Thomas did that. Um, and it gave me the chance to examine the bill a little bit and, and make a decision on it. But what it basically does is it gives Big Brother, it gives government the opportunity to collect more data or more information on uh, Americans and, and it's uh, the gun habits of Americans. It's the uh, health care habits. It's the most personal information we have. It's the rights that we want to protect the most. And then it allows government to act and, and create policies that often discriminate against us as United States citizens, as uh, individuals that are protected by our Constitution and uh, allows government to move forward. I was uh, thoroughly disappointed that the Republican Party would uh, propose this kind of bill. This is Democrat stuff. This is the kind right. of stuff that Democrats love, where, where they have government intervene in our lives in different ways. This is not the kind of stuff that the Republicans, the conservatives, the libertarians should be doing. Well, you know, on a small basis, I served on city council, which was a real eye-opening experience for me because I saw this kind of activity as well, uh, kind of at last minute during the holidays, push things through. It's it's sometimes difficult to get your brain around what that particular issue might be, and and sometimes you're just weary. I mean, they they, they kind of wear you down. This voice vote would have been, uh, I mean, it would have been astonishing, something this important. Um, and I, I don't think that everyday people taking their kids to school today, going to work, I don't think that they understand the danger of this, what this can possibly do for us 10, 15 years down the road. And so it's so important to, A, understand it, but it's now going to 
President Trump, where I would hope that he would veto it, but, you know, he's got his hands full with all of these attacks. What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I, I, I hope the president gets a lot of information from Americans about how dissatisfied they would be with this bill. And, and I hope he does the right thing and, and uh, vetoes it. I don't know what his advisors around him are telling him. Uh, I do know his acting uh, chief of staff, uh, Mick Mulvaney, who is a friend of mine. Uh, we sat next to each other in, in committee, and uh, Mick came out and, and did an event for me in Colorado last year. Can you believe we're already saying last year? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, but, uh, uh, I, I think Mick is the kind of person that will uh, advise against this, but I, I just don't know whether the president's got to make a deal uh, for immigration reasons or other reasons to try to uh, and, and, and have to do something on this bill. But, but I hope uh, this does not become law. Well, you know, uh, every American every day needs to do at least one thing to make sure that they are a an involved citizen we can no longer be keyboard cowboys and just be uh you know facebooking and emailing back and forth we need to actually do something and so we would highly recommend and we will get this on our facebook that people contact uh, the White House, since the government is shut down right now, you can't call it, but you, you can uh, email them and ask President Trump to veto this bill. Now, it's uh, H.R. 4174, right? It's FIPA, the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policy Act. And uh, so we will get that out there and recommend that people uh, go online and that they contact the White House and ask uh, the president to veto this, this very, very bad bill. I mean, I think that's a great idea, and I appreciate you folks making folks aware of it. Okay. Uh, Congressman Buck, we have about three minutes left. Uh, What do you see going on in Washington right now? What should people be aware of? Well, one, uh, today is the swearing-in day, and Nancy Pelosi will take the speakership today in the gavel. Uh, They will pass a rules package, um, and the rules package will involve waiving the debt limit. Uh, and that's a really another really scary prospect that uh, no longer will uh, we have a vote on whether we should raise the debt limit or not um, in the House uh, because of uh, what Speaker Pelosi's decided. Uh, as a result of the Democrats taking the majority, they will uh, Nancy Pelosi will be the spokesperson for the House on the constitutionality of Obamacare. Another really scary prospect that uh, Nancy Pelosi. Um, who uh, is is not uh, uh, well versed in uh, the minutia of the Constitution is going to be uh, the spokesperson to uh, talk about uh, just uh, you know whether uh, different provisions are constitutional or not and how they're being interpreted by the administration and, and other administrations. So uh, we we really are looking at a radical change in the House. I, I was not pleased with a lot of the things that Republicans did. Uh, but what the Democrats are going to be doing in the next few hours is, is really going to be scary for America. Well, and one of their main focuses is going to be uh, to impeach the president, I, I think. And, um, you know, I think that they just want to create chaos, uh, to take the American um, people's mind off of the great successes that have occurred over the last couple of years. Uh, Congressman Buck, we had a, a shot 
at, I think, real economic prosperity. We were looking at almost 4% GDP growth. Um, but you're seeing uh, that the, I think both the establishment on the Republicans as well as the Democrats, you know, they don't want everyday people to flourish because if people are flourishing, then they can't control them as much. And uh, so it is going to be a battle the next couple of years. And uh, are you ready for the fight? I am certainly ready for the fight. I'm a fighter, and I, I love the fight. And, and I think that the uh, the difference that we're seeing is that we won't have a unified government and, and unified behind the economic policies of this administration. Um, and, and so while we may see a, uh, a little less uh, unified voice, I still don't think that the economy will slow down. Um, I think the stock market's uh, uh, dip was an aberration. I think we're going to see things returning um, back to uh, a, a robust uh, growth. And, and so I, I, I'm really optimistic about where our economy goes. Well, I, I think that's great. And, and um, you know, the Fed has raised interest rates, I think, eight times in the last couple of years. They only raised them once during the eight years of the Obama administration. So, again, I, it seems to me the establishment is doing everything they can do, try to do to uh, get this economy stopped. However, I think interest rates were artificially low. I think they did have to come up. So uh, what we're seeing in, in, you know, my prognostication is, is what we're seeing in the in the stock market is in response to uh, to what's been going on with the Fed. And I think the underlying uh, economic factors are really good. And hopefully we can continue to let that happen because if people thrive and flourish, then uh, that's the American idea. So, Congressman Buck, thank you so much. If people want more information, how can they reach you? Um, uh, they can call the office. Uh, we are staffed uh, during the shutdown. And um, I would welcome uh, calls, and I do my best to return uh, calls from the office. The number is 202-225-4676. Okay, Congressman Buck, thanks so much. It's going to be quite a ride, and uh, I, I sleep a little bit better knowing that you're there fighting for us. So thank you so much. Thank you very much.